Welcome to episode 123. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. Episode 123. I can't believe it. Um, It's just wild to me Um, and beautiful. And I'll start with just gratitude to you, whether this is your first time hanging out or your 123rd time hanging out on the podcast. Um, It's really beautiful to co-create with you and the community that's formed and the circles that we get to hang out in and the spaces and the workshops we get to do together and the retreats we get to do together. Um, Just deep gratitude for that. So this is a conversation that I've shared oftentimes on retreats or in mystery schools or different programs or spaces that I'm kind of facilitating or holding or guiding in some way. And it's really the best things that I can share around spiritual journey, the best things that, um, that I can share that support spiritual awakening, spiritual path, the coming into true self. To me, spiritual path and spiritual journey is really the letting go or shifting out of false self or little self, I like to call it, and moving into true self, whole self, deep self, connected self, soul self. To me, it's really soulful living. And if we were going to start to live from an ever deeper place that is connected to soul, that is connected to spirit, that um, is linked to our highest goods, our highest potentials, our, our most evolved, enlightened, awakened states of being. What are those things I would share with you? So I kind of distilled things into 10, although there's probably like 25 things in this conversation. And I invite you to walk into this as always, just open-minded and allowing the conversation to fall where it falls and to gift you how it gifts you or to maybe even trigger you how it triggers you, but really allowing it to be your own journey um, into this and um, letting it lead you where it may and take you where it may and gift you in the ways that it might gift you. So it was recorded as a live recording in our Facebook group. We do these Saturday circles almost every Saturday. We try. I try to do them every Saturday. So if you're ever interested in being live with us, just check out the Facebook group, Sabrina Lynn, Rewilding for Women, Rewilding for Men. Something like that will pop up and then you'll see the next scheduled event. Um, So if you ever want to join us live, that's kind of the invitation, the wholehearted invitation to join us. Also, I talk a lot about living reunion as a journey and the reunion experience as kind of current journeys that we're holding right now. Both are online. One is free. The reunion experience is seven days. It's a week long, seven workshops Uh, that started today. So the day that this podcast got released, it started. So if you're listening to this right away, um, you still have an opportunity to get in. You've got until the 22nd to get into that. Um, Living reunion starts April 1st. That's also a virtual journey, so you can do it from anywhere in the world. That's a three-month deep dive into everything that is reunion. Um, So 
If either of those call to you, you can find them on sabrinalin.com. I know, crazy. We're still on rewildingforwomen.com. We're going to start to like delineate those. I know, that's kind of exciting. So there's another announcement is we're going to have another podcast, um, one that is more along the reunion lines and the weaving of masculine and feminine and sacred union and more soul not that rewilding for women isn't soul work right it's all soul work but for me rewilding for women there's an essence of of feminine reclamation Um, and we're going to start to kind of delineate those two and have two different offerings two different podcasts Um, so until then we're kind of weaving the two in when we get that new podcast launched which will be in a couple of weeks we will definitely Um, give you fair warning and give you invitations and let you know how to find things that are going on over there. So, all right, enough announcements, enough invitations. Um, Just enjoy this episode. Feeling into what does your spiritual path mean to you? And it doesn't have to be anything that's religious. It doesn't have to be anything that is woo-woo or out there. Your spiritual path might be connecting in with nature your spiritual path might be deepening into your heart your spiritual path might be turning something over to higher mind or higher wisdom your your spiritual path might look completely different than that but just for you in this moment like what is your spiritual path and just honoring and owning it maybe your spiritual path is just a big question mark of i don't know or maybe it's intangible, you know, you can't quite get a feel for it, but just this moment to like feel into your spiritual path, what that means for you, what that feels like for you. And I'll kind of share a tiny little bit about um, how spiritual path feels for me or just for this conversation to give us a bit of a framework. So for me, spiritual path is, um, is, moving (laughs) because it's path right so moving along in a direction that brings us closer to our allness closer to our everything closer to truth to me spiritual path is very much linked to truth it's it's a it's an uncovering of truth true self true self a releasing of false self and a and a coming closer and closer to true self to me, spiritual path is also linked to love, love, love as in high love, spiritual love, 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 that love, not the you know human conditional love, that high love. Um, I also link it a little bit to light, but not love and light, not all of that stuff, but light as in like high wisdom, high grace. So if we start to kind of feel into grace and we start to feel into living in alignment for me spiritual path is also soul like i'm soulful i'm filled with soul i'm connected to my soul i'm connected to my truth i'm living from my truth i'm living from my soul Um, i'm walking I'm, i'm i'm walking toward my highest self i'm living from that place i'm i'm opening up to more and more spiritual truths or higher truths, we don't have to say spiritual truths, I think we get lost in that a little bit. Higher truths, I'm starting to like tap more into living from divine mind versus little, um, 
little limited brain or mental realm. I'm starting to open up to more of my wisdom centers, my, my, my body um, kind of becomes <laughs> uh, <laughs> sparkly and light filled. <laughs> That's how it feels when I start to feel into it. And it, it just becomes a piece of the all of everything. It, it becomes a piece of the all of everything. So let's just hold that roughly, all of those thoughts and, and you honoring you know, what it is and what it feels like for you, your spiritual path. And if we were all sitting in a retreat space together, so now let's say we've all agreed, like, all right, Let's, let's be in retreat space and let's do some soul work. Let's do some soul work. Let's do some high work. Let's, let's walk our, our own unique spiritual path. Let's do some work together. So we're in retreat space together. Just, just this conversation will land very, very differently if you give yourself permission to just be in a sacred circle. So let's just say you're here. I'm in the Colorado mountains. This is like rewilding retreat center, reunion retreat center. And just, we're here. We are here. We are standing on sacred ground. We are standing on sacred ground together. We're, we're, in, a, we're in a circle together. We're sitting in a circle together. And if I were going to share with you the things that, that I have seen most serve myself, most serve circles, and have seen most commonly repeated in spiritual traditions of, of, of all different lineages. Um, I would start by sharing. <laughs> all right, I'm just going with this. I'm going with it, right? We're gonna, here's where the, the humor part comes in, right? The spiritual entertainment comes in. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Don't ask me why that's number one. And don't ask me why it came through in that way. But get, if we're sitting in circle and we're talking about like really walking a spiritual path, get the fuck out of the way and figure out how to get out of the way. Figure out what it is in you that keeps getting in the way. How do you find a way? What are the practices? What are the spaces? Who are the people that help you to live in a way that you're not sabotaging higher living, higher truths, higher wisdom. Get out of the way. Get little self out of the way. Not little child, not inner child self. Little self out of the way. False self out of the way is what I'm talking about. False self. I like calling it little self. So little self for me is false self. How to get little self out of the way. So that's number one is, 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 is get out of the way, 1A, 1B, however we want to do that. This is just like a sub, sub chapter in, in tip number one or point number one is what helps you to get out of the way? What is it that genuinely helps you to get out of the way? The word surrender. We sometimes struggle with that so much, but if we can feel into I'm surrendering over to my high self. I'm surrendering over to higher wisdom, higher mind. I'm surrendering over to love versus fear. I'm surrendering over to something so much greater than. I'm surrendering over to my soul. I'm surrendering my, my little self, my ego self, my false self over to true self. Then I think surrender means something different. So that's what I would share is it, 
It really is a letting go into, a falling into, a surrendering over to, a turning it over to. And so finding what helps us to do that, finding the spaces that help us to even touch into what is greater and and to start to feel into what is soul, what is spirit, what is higher mind, what is higher wisdom. Um, so that's number one, get the fuck out of the way <laughs> and find the supports and the things and the tools and the practices that are unique to you, right? It's, we are all on this unique path. So for me, shamanic practices were extraordinarily important for me for a while, but for, the man or woman next to me, shamanism was never a thing, right? And so just really honoring that. Okay, so that's one. <laughs> okay, two is if we're going to feel into spiritual path and we're gonna feel into mystic, like, let's just, let's move into that energy. Just let yourself, we're, we're in retreat space again. We're in retreat space again. We're on sacred ground. And you start to feel into mysticism. You start to feel in the energy of mystic. You start to feel into the mysteries. You start to feel into the mysteries, right? This, the realm beyond the veil, the unseen realm, the mysteries, right? The beyond the five senses. So we start to move into this realm and we can call that the realm of the mysteries, right? The, the mysteries, the mystic, the mysteries, beyond the veil, the unseen. Now here's point two, once we felt into that, let the mysteries be the mysteries. Let them be the mysteries. Let, let them maintain their full essence. Let the mysteries maintain the essence of their fullness instead of trying to mentalize, trying to define, trying to, you will hear me so often say and stumble around and fumble around. And even in this conversation, I'm doing that. I can't find words. I can't bring words to this. The moment I bring words to this, I'm diminishing the truth of it. I'm diminishing the essence of it. Words only go so far. They only go so far. Words are so fucking limited. And so letting the mysteries, letting soul, letting all that that is beyond the veil, all that is beyond words, all that is beyond left brain logical rational thinking mind, all that is beyond mental realm, let, let it be there instead of trying to convert it. I'm, we, we work so hard. This is one of the things that I see getting in the way most often is we are so trained and this isn't our fault, right? We're, we're, we're so trained, which, but we can take responsibility for it <laughs> so that we are empowered to change it, right? We are so trained to mentalize it to bring it into thought, to bring it into, here's why, here's what it is. I, I want to put a story to it. I want to explain it. I want to, th this, this thing, 
this mind, this brain is, it's beautiful, but it's a beast. It's a beast. It's a beast when it comes to spiritual paths. It's a beast. It is an absolute beast and it is the thing that will trip us up and it will get in the way so, 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 so often. And so if we can be aware of that, we can, we can be aware that that's what's going on and we can just simply say to ourselves, okay, what if I were to let the mysteries be the mysteries? What, what, then what happens, right? And what, what happens is the mind actually starts to rewire. The, the literally neural pathways rewire and the mind starts to expand and rewire. It moves differently. So as an embodied spiritual path will shift your nervous system. It will shift neural pathways. Your brain will look very differently 10 years. There's tons and tons of studies on this. You know, what happens, how the brain changes from spiritual practice, from meditation. So, so letting, letting the mind do that. Okay, so letting the mysteries be the mysteries. Mm, where do I want to go next? Here's a good one. This is a good one. Here's number three. This is a fun one. This is another one where I just want to start yelling. Um, get the fuck out of the way. Uh, but this one is, we have got to throw away good, right, better in the garbage. We, we, our definition of good has to go in the garbage. Our definition of I'm doing it right has to go in the garbage. Let me try to refine this a little bit. Um, we limit, we limit things when we start to say, I'm doing a good job in my meditation because blah, blah, blah. I'm following the rule of good. This is a tough one. Let me try to come in from a different angle. Well, don't worry. We'll get there in the end, but just bear with me for a minute. There was a beautiful thread woven into this morning's immersion circle that I shared with you. The, there were so many wisdom threads and one wisdom thread was um, this. Sometimes we are going through really challenging times in life or we are repeating a pattern over and over and over and we're like, and we're kind of starting to judge self, like what is wrong with you, Sabrina? How many times have you gotten into this same relationship dynamic with however many people, right? Or whatever that self-judgment could be, or you're just watching yourself. And then letting there be this understanding that soul or high self or spirit self actually knows what it's doing in a way that we can't be conscious of, that we often can't comprehend. What we are being conscious of and what we are comprehending is this is not good. This is not good, right? This is not good. But the spirit and the soul is over here doing a happy dance, right? Like celebrating, having the time of its life going, 
this is exactly what she needs, right? So soul is over here going, ha, 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 we've got her now, right? She's just deepened into the spiral of evolution for Sabrina. She's actually finally letting go of all of her fucking need to control shit and know shit. Like she's finally learning surrender over to something greater. It had to be through pain, but that's her freaking way in this lifetime or in this situation or this moment, right? Can you feel that? My greatest spiritual shifts or awakenings or growth moments or points have 80%, 70% of the time, I don't know, 70% of the time have come through challenging things, have come through a dark night of the soul, have come through something that I would not label as good, something that little Sabrina would not sign up for. Like, no, uh-uh, nah. Nah, I, that does not seem good. That does not seem spiritual. That does not, no, no, not, not doing that, right? Or, or questioning, how the fuck did I get into this? How on earth have I called in like all of this to, to create this big, huge web that seems like hell, but is the thing that helps me to awaken to the next greatest me, right? The thing that helps to blow my heart open to more love than I've ever fathomed. The thing that brings sacredness into sexuality for me. The thing, right? The thing. And it had to be that thing. So that's point number three is letting go of the, of the judgment, letting go of that way of thinking of good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse, that dualistic thinking and letting open mind, letting ourselves have this really open mind, really open mind. And, and this goes into point four. I think I wrote this one down. Anyways, we're going to make it one. Actually it is, it is one. I think it was six on my list, but I think this is round four. <laughs> I know nothing. This is one of the, like, I talked about one of those things that's repeated in many, 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 many spiritual traditions is, I know nothing. I, I, I know nothing. I, I know nothing. That brings me to this place of such little attachment and such little clinging on to current belief systems or, or um, ways that I could dig my heels in when like rapid change, not even rapid, but just change or transformation or evolution comes to my door. If, if change and, and evolution and rapid or beautiful transformation is knocking on my door and I'm sitting in this place of, I know it, I know everything, I'm, I'm, can you feel how like stuck and anchored I am in it? But if I'm in this place of, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I don't know what the next breadcrumb is on my destiny path, my soul path, my evolutionary path. I don't know what that, what that next thing is. Then when it shows up, I'm in a completely different state. I'm in a, one, I'm in a state where I could see it Two, I'm in a state where I can be open to it. 
Three, I can let go of who I thought I was, right? If we're talking about a spiritual path, we're talking about a path of constant transformation, constant evolution, constant change. Change isn't comfortable. It's not comfortable. But the more that we can live in this, this state of, I don't know, I'm curious. So if, if you don't like the words, I know nothing, that's okay. Just this like childlike curiosity about self, about life, about our beliefs. This goes into point five. I'm really rolling through this today. I like it. And I'm still like keeping track of my numbers in my head. We're doing all right, huh? Okay, so if we then weave into point number five, point number five is, <laughs> is really like honoring that this is not just a spiritual truth. This is a scientific truth. This is just the truth of life, the truth of nature, the truth of matter, the truth of energy. It is constantly changing. The impermanent, impermanence, 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 impermanence. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. Who I am today is not who I am tomorrow. Every single cell in my body has died and been rebirthed within seven years. I am not the same person that I was. I don't have the same beliefs. If you, if you listen to a video, this is, here's a confession for you. Now we're getting into some, I don't know what we're getting into, but this is Sabrina confession. If you go back to our YouTube channel, I hate even saying this, this makes me want to throw up on myself. If you go back to our YouTube channel and you watch some of like the very first YouTube videos that I ever did, they were all for rewild, rewilding for women. I love rewilding for women. But I look at myself and I'm like, who is that? And what am I talking about? Wow, I knew nothing, right? And, and so to not, hold ourselves to, to staying the same, to, to allow ourselves this freedom to, to change, to evolve. Everything is constantly changing. And, and also to allow ourselves, and this is an aspect of honoring the feminine, to be honest, is the impermanence, is the ever-changing nature of the feminine, right? Think about the feminine Feminine mind changes all the time. Changes, 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 changes. There's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. And it's, it's honoring that aspect of impermanence of everything's changing. The weather is constantly changing. The seasons are constantly changing. How much daylight is coming is constantly changing. Every cell in my body is constantly changing. My belief systems are constantly changing. My thought patterns are constantly changing. My DNA is constantly changing. Everything is constantly changing. I know that's trippy to live from that place, right? But... It really supports spiritual growth. It, 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 it's like nitrous oxide for spiritual growth is living from this place of, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious, right? That playfulness, like I'm, I'm curious, I'm playful. It's just life for crying out loud. I mean, what's the big deal? It's just, it's just life. It's just life. I'm going to fail the best I can. I mean, it's just life. If we could take ourselves not so, gosh darn, seriously, can I put that in as point number six? I won't put that in as point number six, but I'd like to. And if you look at the Dalai Lama, right? I mean, he's been walking a spiritual path his whole life, teaching a spiritual path his whole life. And you could argue lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes, but he kind of doesn't really take a lot serious. And if you could just enjoy, enjoy the journey, here, I'll make this one point six. There is no end destination. There is no end 
There is no destination to get to. That's another super tough one for us to wrap, wrap our, our minds around, our beings around, our bodies around. There is no destination. We want one. We want one. I want an outcome. Sabrina, I'm doing living reunion for three months and I want an outcome. I want this, 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 and I'm not saying that, that the men and women in Living Reunion are saying that at all, right? But we want outcomes, you know? We, and we can just be real about that. Like, there's no need to be shameful about that. You know, the more that we have, like, shame and guilt around it, the actual, like, more that holds on. Um, so I would say that, um, that's point number six. Okay, let me go back to my list, let me see. Um, here's one that I would love to weave in, um, cultivate, 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 cultivate that relationship to your own inner truth, to your intuition, to that still small voice within, to wise self, cultivate that relationship, cultivate that relationship. I cannot stress this one enough. And it is, what does it feel like when I'm, when I get like the soul tap, right? When something taps on my soul, like, Sabrina, this way, right? What does that feel like? How do I discern that from, let's just say, my unconscious shadowy self-sabotaging beliefs, right? Which there are definitely, we've all got shadows. We've all got um, adversary energy within. That's like the voice saying, you're not good enough. Who are you to think you can do this? Um, you know, though that, that programming and to, and to really, start to, I talk about this a lot, know your markers, but know your markers just means feel like, what does it feel like when it's a soul tap, right? It's a soul, like this way. It's a breadcrumb on the breadcrumb trail. It's a breadcrumb on the breadcrumb trail. What does that feel like? Like deep inner wisdom, deep knowing, soul knowing, soul callings, soul whispers, what does that sound like for you? I can't tell you. If I could, oh, trust me, I would, right? I, I, would, I would give you all of it. I would say, it sounds like this, it feels like this, um, it smells like this, it tastes like this. I would give you all of that, but it's different for all of us. That's, that's part of the journey, right? That's part of our spiritual journey. I know that sucks to hear. That's part of the whole thing. And you know, point number six, there is no destination. So that sucks too. I mean, I'm just giving us all sorts of bad news today. But, but in that, you know, just continuing to walk the path, walk the path, walk the path of know thyself, know thyself, know thyself. We're, we're deepening in, we're deepening in, we're getting to know how soul feels, how we feel um, when we are in that place of, of flow, of soul aligned. And when we are in that place, like, oh, didn't quite listen. Oh, I felt the soul thread, but I was like, yeah, probably not. Like, I don't know about that. That seems a bit scary. That, just, that, that seems a bit too much, right? Or when we let the like shadowy parts of self, the self-sabotage parts of self come up 
and we follow them. And then we're like, whoa, okay, course correct, course correct, course correct. So here's another little tip on that is to be so compassionate for self and to, to go, actually, that's part of the whole path. It's part of the whole path is to fall off. Part of the whole path is to, is to fall off and to get back on. It's, it's part of it. That's part of the know thyself. It's part of the uncovering our deepest truths. It's, it's, it's part of it. It's, it's, it's part of it. And if we can be compassionate about it, we, we get up a lot faster and we take the next step a lot faster. We get back into alignment a lot faster. Our hearts open a lot faster. We come back into alignment with love and highest good and soul self a whole lot faster than if we fall off the path and then we beat the crap out of ourselves for two weeks, right? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't listen. I knew not to take this job. Oh my God, I can't believe, right? That's, that's not very soulful to me. Um, so that's, a little side point. Okay, now I'm starting to lose my numbers, but I think we're on number eight. So I'm gonna weave off of number seven. So seven was cultivate an ever deeper relationship to your intuition and inner knowings. We don't have to use the word intuition. That's kind of just my doorway in intuition, but spiritual intuition, like deep wisdom, soul knowing, soul whispers, soul feels that space, cultivate that relationship. And you know, what spaces, what practices, what teachers, who lives from that place? But this whole world is a transmission. The whole world is an energetic transmission, right? We are constantly energetically sharing with each other. And when we're in spaces where they're soul aligned, they're soul full spaces, they're honoring, they're in reverence to soul, they're in reverence to, you know, the deepest truth within someone. And if someone's in front of you and they're living, from that place to a degree that's maybe a notch higher than the degree that you've ever lived at. That's a transmission. And you start to go, whoa, right? You start to receive like, whoa, that's what, what it feels like, right? It's almost like your Shakti talks to my Shakti, my Shakti talks to your Shakti and goes like, hey, hey, this is, this is living from soul. You don't even have to say words. You don't have to say words. It's just, this is how we live from soul. It feels like this, this is living from soul. This is living in a this is being embodied. You can go into all sorts of different threads along that line around transmissions of this is what it is to be in your pelvic center. This is what it means to bring light into your sexual center. This is what it feels like to just let your heart fully crack open and pour love into the world. And you start to feel into, into spaces. Okay, so that's a little bit of a thread and just uh, wanting to just like gift our whole space with a few yummy feels. So you could just take a moment and just feel for a second. Just like, how does that feel? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, Sabrina, ah, too much heart, ah. <laughs> I don't know what the feel is for you, but okay. Um, now I'll move into, uh, now I'll move into eight. So once we cultivate that connection, eight to me would be <laughs> the stamina, the strength, the capacity to stand in it. So it's one thing to hear the soul whisper. It's one thing to know what soul truth feels like or deep truth feels like. Deepest wisdom, the still small voice within. It's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to make that decision in the world that we live in right? It's, it's, it's another thing to 
live from that place, to choose from that place, to move forward from that place, to decide from that place, when there's energy coming at us that don't even want to put it outside of ourselves. It's, it's one thing to hear the voice. It's another thing to bring the truth into the world. Let's do it that way. It's another thing to, it's one to hear the voice and then it's a whole nother set of skills or set of strength or capacity or courage or it's like, like I might feel my truth inside but I'm not able to speak it. Can you feel how that's totally different? I might, I might be able to write my truth in my journal secretly hoping nobody ever reads it. It's a completely different thing to speak my truth to my mom, my dad, my partner, my boss, my whatever. Can you feel that? They're two different things. So one is tapping into it, touching it, cultivating that relationship. And then the next step is I call it soul stamina. I call it soul stamina. Strength, capacity, courage to live from these truths, to, to live, to speak these truths, to live them in the world, to when, because when we start to live higher and higher, we start to live from soul, right? You, you start to make soul choices. They start to get higher and higher and higher. They're not for someone's little egoical needs. They're not to keep someone comfortable. They're not to keep someone feeling same, same and feeling com comfortable is the best word. They're soul choices. And a lot of times when we start to make choices from this place, it's uncomfortable for others. It, because I'm not, I'm not coddling your ego anymore. I'm not coddling your little self. I'm not coddling your emotions, right? I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm okay to rock the boat. I'm okay to rock the boat. If this is my soul truth and I know it, right? And I'm living it. I have to create and, and find that stamina and that courage and that capacity to be able to rock the boat and to be able to live with the consequences of what rocking the boat means. So if my soul truth is, um, I will no longer cater to I'm thinking of intimate partnership, right? Where this is like hot spot territory, right? For, for growth, for spiritual growth. When we start to bring this into relationship, it's just amplified by like a billion percent. But that's why they call the tantric path like such an intense rapid fire path. Um, but if you start to feel into, you know, you evolve and there's a truth now suddenly and it's like, I'm... I'm not going to compromise, keep myself small, diminish myself to keep you feeling comfortable or safe or to keep you from having to face your inner child fears, to keep you from having to face your um, whatever they might be, right? I'm, I'm now going to stop doing that. And that rocks the boat. And then for us to have the strength and the capacity and the stamina to go and the value of living from soul is more valuable to me than a steady boat that doesn't rock, right? Living from soul starts to have this whole different level of value, right? A level of value where you're like, actually, I don't care if I'm 
if I have to get a divorce and I'm suddenly totally broke, right? I don't care. I don't care if, if living from soul means I no longer work my corporate job that pays me half a million dollars a year. I don't care. I don't, it hurts me more to compromise my soul truth than it does to make less money, than it does to end a relationship, than it does to rock the family system. It hurts me. So there's a, there's a, and this is where I see many people are at. This is where I see a lot of us are at. And um, to me, like a lot of the work that currently doing in the world is about living from this place and is this aspect of, of like owning it, speaking it, living it, and, and what are the practices? How can we have our own backbone? By the way, those of you in Living Reunion, we do spiritual backbone. We do that. We do standing in your strength. We do practices around giving us that soul, soul stamina. And you might all be like, fuck, no. Like, I don't... I don't want that, Sabrina. I don't want that. If you're telling me I'm going to lose my relationship by doing reunion, I'm not doing it. And that's fair enough. <laughs> it's fair enough. Totally fair enough. But, um, but we do work on this aspect of stamina, of, of really building stamina so we can live from our deep truth, so we can live from soul. And um, yeah, how that feels when we live from that place is there's nothing that, for me, um, there's nothing that, I don't know. I've talked about this in a lot of different places. The fullness that you feel, the, the allness, the everything you've ever yearned for, longed for, wished for, hoped for, dreamt of. You just are full. You don't, it's just, a, it's, a, it's full. It's a, you're just, yeah. It's hard to bring words to. Remember we talked about this? It's really hard to bring words to. Let the mysteries be the mysteries. Let the essence of things be the essence of them. We don't have to always distill them down into words that we can comprehend, into mind food. I call it mind food. Okay, so I think that was number eight. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get specifically into living reunion. I think all of this fits living reunion. Maybe I will. Let's do it. Okay, we've got two left. Let's do it. Let's get really specific into embodiment practices. Let's get really specific into reunion, rewilding, kind of any sort of work with me. It's very much about honoring spirit and soul, honoring divine masculine and divine feminine, honoring the heights and the depths. Um, that which... Um, um, let me think about other words. Father, sky, mother, earth. Honoring both. And it's great that it's the equinox, right? Today's the equinox, like the perfect balance point of day and night. The perfect balance point of, you could say, masculine and feminine. You could say, father, sky, um, mother, earth. You could say, whatever. The, the seemingly dualistic energies. Um, so now let's say we're sitting in a retreat space and it's a, it's a reunion. Let's just say we're all doing reunion. We're going into the three month journey of living reunion. What are the things that I could share with you? Okay. This is the first one that comes up. Let it be, let this evolution, let this transformation, let this awakening that you're walking through, let it be on all levels of your being. Let it, let it, let it be like, let the mysteries be the mysteries. Let embodied spirituality be embodied. Let it be embodied. Let it be, let it feel like you're detoxing. Cause it might. 
Let it feel like you're orgasming, full body orgasms for three full days. Let it be that. Let it be emotional. It might be tears, a lot of tears, like all the tears you never cried in your childhood because you were told boys don't cry or big girls don't cry, right? It might be, all of those need to be released, right? That might be the thing that's in your greatest good. So when we are working together and you're working on embodied spirituality, you're working with soul and you're working with Shakti, right? This is the embodiment of spirit, the embodiment of the divinity. This is becoming divinity. This is like divinizing the whole of you. You're shifting your emotional level. You're shifting your physical level. Your physical level includes detox feelings, includes your bones, it includes your organs, it includes your throat, it includes your eyes, it includes your ears, it includes all of these things. Mental, right? If there's a day where you can't think because your brain is literally being rewired, like we talked about this earlier, this like expanding into greater wisdom, you literally start to tap into higher mind, like the wisdom of all human beings, the wisdom of like way beyond human beings. You literally start to tap into that. But can you imagine like what has to happen for it to do that? There might be a day where you're just not as smart as you were the day before. And so, um, so the thing that I can share and with just love and compassion, I know I get so fiery sometimes and for some of you this is your first time and you're like, what the hell have I just signed up for? Like, this bitch is crazy. Uh, I don't know if I should really be doing this reunion thing, but I say this with, remember this is spiritual entertainment too. Like we get, otherwise we're gonna all fall asleep talking about this stuff. But I say it with so much love and so much compassion and, and also so much honoring of this is, this is new for a lot of us. This is kind of new in our world. Spiritual paths for many, many, many years and in many, many, many traditions still are outside of, they are other than, they are transcendent of the body. They don't take the body with them. The body is not sacred in many traditions. The body is something to be denied or to be left or to be transcended or to be moved out of. And for us, why would we do that? <laughs> you just see like how, I, and, and, I, and I, don't, I don't say that. I love practices of stillness. I love practices that, we do that practice in workshop six. We, we completely get out of the body. We completely go into the infinite all of nothingness. We completely go into the void. So those of you who know, states of consciousness. We go all the way past the archetypes. We go up past the essences. We go straight into the void, straight into nothingness, straight into, if you want to feel into words like divine masculine consciousness itself, we literally become consciousness itself. So I have nothing against any of that. I, there are beautiful and amazing gifts in that, beautiful and amazing gifts in that. But when we want um, a spirituality that we can live in our love lives, we can live in our in our careers, we can live in daily life. For me anyways, for just for me, for me, it's an embodied, it's an embodied spirituality. It's, an, it's a spirituality, there's a YouTube video on this, maybe Leo, you can leave a link for this, but it's a spirituality that is not just mentalized. I don't just read about it in a book. I don't just hear about someone talking about, I live it in my bones, like it's a gnosis. I know it in my bones. I remember hearing someone say, I don't know it. I don't know it until it's in my muscles. 
I don't know it. But for me, it's even deeper than that. I don't know it until it's in the marrow of my bones, right? I, it's one thing, you can, and you can just feel into this, like you hear people talking about spirituality, and it's a theory. It's a theory, or it's just a mentalized thing, or it's a, it's a state that they can, but what if my heart can go into that? What if my, my blood can go into that? What if my womb can go into that? To me, this is like what's on offer for human potential, for human potential. And this to me is also, just to be totally honest with you and upfront, to me, this is the piece of the divine feminine that's been missing. This is the piece of the feminine story that's been missing. This is the piece of the feminine story that had to go underground to stay safe. This is the piece of the feminine mystical path that God has burnt at the stake, however many, well, still to this day, we're still burning, which is at the stake for practicing these practices. So to me, this is like, oh, we are living at a time where we get to bring, we, we get to bring feminine mysticism into our spiritual paths. We get to work with soul. We, we get to, we get to do this. Okay, so I need to give you a point number 10. This is a long live. I'm almost done, promise. Um, let me think about this. So point number 10, we're in circle. And it's a specific circle to reunion or rewilding. Like we're working together. Let me feel into what is specific to us. Hmm. This is not specific to us, but it's the thing that I share all of the time. So those of you who've been with me anywhere, you will have heard me say this and you hear me say this all of the time, all of the time, all of the time, all of the time, all of the time. Your path is so incredibly unique. It is so incredibly unique. It is so perfectly designed for you. It is so perfectly designed for you. Each experience that you walk into, and I'm just gonna make this really specific to the reunion experience or living reunion. Each experience, each workshop that you walk into, we work with the energy that rises up to serve you and meet you and gift you with exactly what it is that you're meant to see, to move, to shift, to open to, to awaken to, to alchemize, to whatever. That's how we work with, it's working with divine wisdom. It's working with that like life force wisdom in your body that knows how to heal itself, that knows how to wake itself up, that knows how to expand its consciousness, that knows how to do all of that stuff, right? And so it will rise up, meet you where you're at in the practice we're doing, in the workshop we're doing, in the transmission that's happening, in the whatever, whatever we wanna call it today. And it will deliver exactly what you're meant to get. And sometimes that's nothing. That sucks. And then that almost makes it feel like, oh, well, that just lets you off the hook, Sabrina. You could just be the shittiest teacher on the planet. You could be the shittiest facilitator on the planet. And now you're just telling us all like, oh, well, if nothing happens, then that's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Just, just fair enough. Yeah, we can go with that. Trust your gut, right? It goes back to that, like, trust your gut. Trust your, your, always, right? That, like, developing that still small voice within and what feels right for you. But if we can go back to this piece and, and go, okay, what does this mean? If the energy, which is Shakti, it's, it's, it's not new energy. I've not created this energy. Um, 
that energy, that life force energy that comes up, it rises to meet you exactly where you're at on your soul path. It always works in your highest good, always works in your highest good, always, 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 which is convenient because we don't have to think about it, right? So it's always working in your highest good. And so it's in your highest good. It's serving you in your highest good and it might serve frustration. It might serve the most mind-blowing experience ever. It might serve you three days of orgasm or full body orgasms. It might serve you vomiting in a bucket to like, release or to shift some people don't believe in the word release so we can just go with the word alchemize but transform transmute into love i don't know whatever we want to use whatever terms we're all good with whatever right terms never matter any like words can never capture this anyways but if we're we're moving things and then the next person next to us it was the most subtle gentle almost nothingness thing we don't get to compare I do not get to compare my awakening path to hers or to his or to theirs or to, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. The moment we do that, that's like when we fall off the path and we beat ourselves up for two weeks. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We're wasting our time in comparison. We're wasting our time in comparison. The only thing that we have is our truth. That's it. That's it. And, and sometimes you will block an experience. Sometimes you won't be ready for an experience. Sometimes it's divine timing. You're just not ready. I remember working with a woman for rewilding workshops, in-person workshops, right? That's intense energy to be working in. Four in-person workshops, retreats, four-day retreats. That's full on. We worked with Kali every time. Kali, right? She's she, she, she's a ferocious dark goddess. She's ego slayer. She removes us from, she removes our deepest obstacles from us. Four times in college. First three times she gets nothing, nothing, nothing. No experience, nothing, nothing. Fourth time <clears throat> she goes into really, really, really deep childhood um, trauma. Really, uh, probably the event in her life that most shaped her life. The event in her life that most shaped her life in her childhood. And she would, she would repeat it like that. So I'm not making this up or putting a story on top of this. And her and I had a big conversation about it and her sharing, I wasn't ready. I, 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 I wasn't ready until number four. There was no way that I was ready to go where that particular Shakti flavor, that particular archetypal, that particular feminine, divine feminine gift was going to take me. I wasn't ready. And so sometimes there's a divine timing. There's always a divine timing to it, right? Like not sometimes, it's always in divine timing. Sometimes we can catch where we are protecting, defending. We can catch protection mechanisms. We can catch defense mechanisms. We can catch where we are blocking or slowing things down. Sometimes we can catch that. And I talk about this for those of you who are doing living reunion. We've talked about it a ton and we'll talk about it a lot more. That's the three month journey. For those of you doing the week long journey, I talk a lot about that at the start and we talk about it throughout too. So there's more on that and I don't want to get too specifically into that, but really, my, my path is so unique to me. It is so unique to me and I can't judge it based on another person's path, even if it's the same workshop, even if we're in the same room working in the same energy. I can't compare and I can't go, it goes back to the good, right? We, 
our little brain cannot decipher what is good. Um, we just had a beautiful wisdom um, thread and it was shared by Leona. So Leo, I just want to give you a quick shout out woman um, in our, in this last circle that I was speaking about and she wove in the most beautiful, Hey Leo, um, I don't know if you can come on live woman. And I know that this is like so putting you on the spot, but, um, if you want to pop on live to share this story, um, you, you are so super welcome to, I think you have to just like hit the request button to, to come on live. But, um, she was sharing about um, initiation rites of passage and in some indigenous cultures, there's a ceremonial rite of passage where I'm going to just keep talking because I don't know if I see Leo um, in here, but there is a ceremonial rites of passage where <laughs> the, the being who's going on the journey is, <laughs> I don't think I see that button. I wonder if I can add you. Oh no, that's not the button. Um, add viewers. Oh, well, I see my sister. She would definitely want to kill me. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, sorry, right, Leo, I'll finish the story. Sorry, y'all. Um, it's so beautiful the way that Leo tells it and it would have been so amazing. Um, <laughs> you'll see it if you scroll all the way back to the top. <laughs> Leo, maybe you'll find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's green. Everyone's saying it's green. <laughs> Left of the thumbs up button. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you all. I love our community so much. Oh, it's so good to connect in with you all for a moment. I know I've been on like a Sabrina soliloquy. Oh, Leo, I don't think you can go live on a computer. At least I know that um, uh, I wasn't able to beforehand. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so, so the being who's going on the journey, they are set up to fail. Like they are given a journey that they cannot complete. They cannot complete it. It's, it's, you know, there may be 12 or 15 or 18 or wherever this rites of passage takes place, but it is this journey that they go on. And everyone who set up the journey and is holding this ceremonial rites of passage for them knows they will not complete it, but they go out and you know they they give it their all, right? They give every, they pour everything into it, and it crushes them. It crushes them. They fail. They they fail. They're crushed. They're, they they fail, and so they have to come back to the community, you know, head down, tail between their legs, and just feel into. And for me, when I was listening to this story, I was hearing so many different gifts that were in that so many different gifts of what that particular rite of passage would give a young, a young person. And then what Leo wove in is as they come back to the community, they're embraced. 
they're just held, they're loved. And I get chills at this part. And in that embrace, the held, the loved, they understand a sense of belonging that doesn't have to do with accomplishment. There's a belonging that comes with just being. There's a, a belonging that comes with just being. And esteemed from within, right? Esteemed not from something outside, but a different belonging, a different sense of love, a different sense of being. Um, and that was such a gift to share that story. And I do not do that justice. Um, I failed the best I could in that moment to bring through what Leo brought through and gifted our circle with um, this morning. So Leo, um, next time woman, get on your phone. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Um, yeah. So for those of you um, who I get the great honor of journeying with into the week of reunion experience, um, today's day one. I, it's Heart Warrior. I know a lot of you have done it. Tomorrow is Power and Purpose. That's actually tomorrow we start to do the spine. We start to do backbone. We do more with the backbone and that um, soul stamina, but we really come into alignment with soul, with truth, with deep truth. So a lot of what we're talking about today and that still small voice within, um, that's workshop two. If you haven't signed up, you're so welcome to. If you know friends, family, loved ones who you feel might get something out of this journey or you just selfishly want to journey with them because it'll be fun and why not have a little bit of fun, um, feel free to welcome them and we will close the doors on the night of the 22nd. So today's the 20th. Got three days, kind of today, 21st and 22nd to get in. After that, it starts to get to be too much to catch up on. So that's the only thing, but yeah, um, would love to see you all there. For those of you who are ready for a deeper dive, a more, um, what would I call living reunion? It's three months. It's a, it's a full bodied program. Um, it's yeah, it's a big one, <laughs> but for those of you who might feel like, wow, I'm, I'm really feeling that, that that's open to. So maybe, um, Leo or Malia can leave a link. In the comments about that too. All right. Um, it is beautiful to be kicking off Living Reunion. Our Facebook group, so I'll make this kind of Facebook group specific. Our Facebook group will be kind of dedicated to that journey for the next week. So if you're not in the journey and that doesn't really interest you hanging out and following along with it, then just don't hang out in the Facebook group for the next week, right? After that, we'll go back to kind of, I don't know what normal is, but normal normal community in our Facebook group. I don't even know what that is. I think, right, it's impermanent. It's constantly changing. There is no normal. I have no idea what it will be after reunion. I feel like reunion just like dropped a nuclear bomb in the whole of all of our spaces. Um, and so who knows what like the face of things will look like on the other side of this. But it's, it's beautiful to be here with you all. And I love co-creating these with you. I love your threads that you weave in and the questions that everyone asks and all of the community shares and support in the Facebook group. So just an invitation to support each other in the Facebook group. I am in there, you know, where I can, when I can and how it feels right for me and support team is in there the same way. Um, and just an invitation to, to support, to kind of share the love. Um, 
in our Facebook group in the way that feels right for you. So, all right. Um, I love you. And yeah, I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>